Hey, this is Justin from Tom Dury. Listen to Epitome of Stupidity. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 82. Still. Take three. Of Epitome of Stupidity, your favorite, our favorite, Allegedly Metal Podcast. We have had a hell of a run getting this damn thing recorded. But we are here now, and in the background, you've got Samnuri. I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that right. I guess I haven't really thought about it until I tried to say it out loud just now. Their song, Tooth and Nail, off their new album, Nefarious Waves, in the background. If you're not knowing, we're here to let you know because it is the fucking goods. Just listen. See? Goods. And it's done. Oh. I am Brian. I'm Clint. And still. we are still the hosts of the shitty podcast. <laughs> Brian, what are you listening to, buddy? Um, what did I listen to? I listened to something. Deftones and I asked you about it and you said no. Dark Throne. I did, yeah, it's, I I discovered Dark Throne. Their old stuff is not good. The new stuff is okay. All right. There was something else thrown in there. As you say yours, I'll think of it. As I say mine, you'll think of it. Mine were a good dose of Generation of Vipers. I can never get enough of that stuff. And uh, if anybody knows them and is within earshot of this, please tell them that I miss them and come back. Aren't they done? I They haven't done anything since 2016. All their socials are inactive. Yes. It makes me sad. Is the answer. Thanks. Definitely. Thanks. You got a fly in your arm. I know. It's driving me nuts. Uh, also, a lot of King Buffalo. Their new album is fucking great, and we may have more about them in the future. Uh, did me a good Bridesmaids run, Bridesmaid run the other day. Our guy Bob with all the uh, excellent bass info and doing cool shit like writing articles for Bass Magazine. Bob's the dude. And, of course, lots and lots of Sumner because it's a new album, and it's really good. And we're going to have him on the show today. Him. I, one of them. I'm going to say them because I'm not sure if it's one or two. Oh. We're going to have someone or two. We're going to have Sumner. Someone or some two. See what I did there? I don't, that's too early for that oh, shit, okay. man. And anyways, that's my <laughs> shtick. Get your own shtick. Uh, as always, shout out to our guys, Brimminghorn. If you use the code Epitomeed, E-P-I-T-O-M-E-A-D. At BrimminghornMeadery.com, you'll get a 10% discount off your order. Drink better, all right? Don't just sit around this weekend or next weekend or whenever you hear this drinking uh, Bud Lights. Get you some mead from Brimminghorn and drink better. You'll thank me later. 
you'll also thank them because it's delicious and d- delicious is good. It's good summer. Yes. Summertime stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. They are also sponsoring the upcoming uh, Blunt Force Trauma live stream on July 16th, put together by Ebony, the coolest, and Metal Assault Records. You can find that on youtube.com slash net. It will be featuring Weed Demon, The Conquering, Against the Grave, and plenty more. Uh, look for the event on the old Facebook. Give it a like, follow, whatever. We'll see you there July 16th. Like I said, the uh, the Brimminghorn guys are sponsoring, promoting, however the hell I should say this, as are we. So, uh, yeah, let's all meet up virtually on the 16th for some fucking metal. Stoner, doom, metal. There, no, Something. there's oh, plenty. There's, yeah, just there's the plenty weed demon is. As, as a matter of fact, uh, you boys that you're hearing right now may even make a cameo on this damn thing. You're not hearing them anymore, but if that's if that's not your uh... oh us, yes, us, dickhead. <laughs> oh. I forgot about that. So if that's not incentive to tune in, I don't know what is. Yeah, us, us. So now, now we're going to call Somnery. And see who answers. It could be one, could be two. Could be four. Could Even be, though there's only three of them. Could be Metallica. It could be Metallica. Technically. I don't think it's going to be that. Technically. Yeah. <laughs> you want to give me some numbers, Brian? Do you remember how to do this part? Yeah. I'm reading them off the, the thing here. Okay. Oh, okay. You got it right here. Boop, boop, doop. Boop, doop, doop. Doop. Nope. Nope. Doop. Okay. Ring. And the answer. On the horn, we have Justin and Phil of Sumnuri. Fellas, how are you this uh, here in Columbus, Ohio, glorious Saturday afternoon? Fantastic. A little, a little rainy, shit weather here, but uh, pretty excellent. Where are you guys at? We're in Brooklyn. Nice. So you got what we had. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, after uh, three days of 120 degree, you know, uh, uh, 65 degrees and rainy is not so bad. <laughs> That's good for my right music right there. There you go. Yeah. Um, speaking of music, what are you guys currently listening to? Ooh, uh, I was just uh, on my way over here was listening to the latest Elder record, uh, Omens. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's it's, good. Uh, it was a slow burn. The first time I listened to it, it was it didn't grab me. Second and third time also didn't grab me. It took me a, maybe a full year to actually get through the whole thing and really start enjoying it. Now I can't get rid of it. Interesting. It was I've been a- listening to Loathe. Loathe, yeah. Yeah, Loathe and uh, the new Genghis Tron. Genghis Tron I haven't got to, but that Loathe I've listened to a few times. Um, yeah, the, the newest Genghis Tron is pretty awesome. Check I will it give out. it a go. This seems like a weekend for some new music. Yes, sir. We should try to separate you guys' voices. Which one's Justin? Which one's Phil? I'm Justin. <laughs> <laughs> this is Phil. Yeah, this is Phil. That'll be I play, yeah. I play drums in the band. That'll be a good way to keep them separate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just uh, just like yesterday, I think I saw where you guys are doing a live stream with our guys in spotlights. Yeah. Um, yeah, coming up on. Uh, believe and there's a there's a window where you can actually buy tickets and watch it for a few days if you can't watch it uh watch it live it was it was obviously pre-recorded um uh or we went back to the future and and did it (laughs) and uh yeah it was was really fun um we didn't actually get to hang with them which is kind of weird but um hopefully we can get back to normal shows soon 
this should be a rad send off for the live stream stuff though right it is be good to send it off in a good way and it will also be good to have live streams gone for sure <laughs> maybe sprinkled in here and there right yeah, I, I could i like I, I started getting to some they're fun depending it's, on this sure man but i mean i never thought i'd say this but i, I want to stand next to another sweaty dude well again. of course but i'm saying you know yeah who doesn't right me most of the time <laughs> Um, I'm usually that sweaty dude. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, w- what is the band name? What what is a Somnori? Somnori, Som whatever. Uh, Somnori roughly translates uh, to to sleeps, um, and that was uh, explained to us by a nice Romanian person who said uh, this is a very strange word to use, um, not not used often. So it's like a plural form of sleep. And we like this. We liked it phonetically. It sounded cool. And uh, the the one word band name was something. Yeah. Uh, I personally always was striving for, although it's very hard to to land. Obviously. Yeah, you guys have got a couple things going for you that Brian and I are mildly jealous of, with the one name, one word band name, and the three piece. <laughs> How much do you how much do you love or hate it just being a three piece between you guys? Um, and uh, w- w- when we started the band, the idea was to have two guitars. And originally, our our first bass player started as second guitar. And I think it was maybe just too much, too much to handle to start a band with. It's like let's take away two of your strings and you can play bass. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. You know, and, th- and that worked out. It really kind of separated everybody's everybody's jobs, you know, what they, what they were handling. And it just kind of stayed that way. I think we've always toyed with the idea of having another person playing guitar, handling some more vocals. You know, because that's, that's always the thing, too, is, you know, when we, when we make a record, there's, there's many, many vocal parts and more than how many people are in the band that's singing. So, right. You know, I really enjoy that we can pull it off. It, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a constant challenge. I always, I always enjoy the challenge, but it is, it is a thing when, when we're uh, kind of learning a new song or, or trying to dive back into, like, like we're doing now, we're, we're getting ready to do a record release show later this summer. And, you know, hey, well, who's, who's doing the, the, the high harmony? little things like that it is fun but it's a definite challenge right the um you guys if i understand right all three of you are multi-instrumentalists is that is that right yeah uh philippe plays mouth trumpet oh yeah i think that counts (laughs) (laughs) he's actually very good at it he's too good (laughs) (laughs) he's too good Does the uh, I I does that ever end up being like a too many cooks in the kitchen thing? If everybody can play the other instruments, including mouth trombone. Uh, thus far, no. You know, um, I think it's always there in terms of you know we're talking about a song or having ideas. I, I think you know, Phil Phil knows guitar really well and can say, uh, you know, in terms of hey. You're you're picking if you try and pick it a different way, it might have a more efficient way to go about it, or 
we playing this scored one way, tried a different way, you know, little things like that. Uh, you know, it's not like give me the guitar and I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Or maybe that's happened. I don't know. <laughs> I actually have my debut on the record. I, oh, I always, I always forget this. There's a harmony. Um, it's harmony at the end of Desire right. Lines. Uh, that's my claim to fame. Nice. nice. Okay. And you also just gave us a word that we are 100% stealing in guitarmony. I've never Guitar-mony. heard that before. Can't wrong. That's yeah, dude. If, if you haven't been using it thus far, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Well, we will correct that from here on. Yes. Uh, so let's get to the good stuff here in the uh, the new album. It's it's obviously a fucking monster, and it's just a, a just fucking beastly from start to finish. Thank you. You know, would you say some kind of monster? No, I would not go that far. <laughs> that would then we've kind of turned the scale if we go that far, but that's a different conversation, I think. Um, in writing that, I mean, putting some of these songs together, did you guys ever look at each other like, dude, this fucking kills? I think uh, listening back after we've kind of assembled all the parts, you know, I, I definitely remember. I think it was um, maybe the first time listening back to Nefarious Wave the title track and also the album closer i think once once we have like um there's there's some looping parts and and a lot of layers to the end of that and it was kind of a bit ambitious going at it and and bill was gracious enough since he's doing all the tracking you know after after letting me lay down many layers of guitar mini yeah uh, (laughs) at, at the end of it was like holy shit this works wow Cool. Yeah, for sure, that, man. That, that was that was the the, the first time uh, for me for that for sure. The um, speaking of nefarious, it is just singular nefarious wave. Um, right. <laughs> where that's a hell of a phrase. Where did that come from? Both as an album title and a song title. Uh, I, it started as started as a lyric. And it just kind of kept popping up and just kind of wouldn't go away like a nefarious wave. Like a nefarious wave would. <laughs> no, it, it just kind of kept popping up in, in phrases and lyrics and, and just kind of uh, that it took on the song name. And then it really just felt like it embodied the entire record and it felt like it fit. Um, felt like it was, you know, of several different meanings. It felt very metaphorical, especially for, you know, um, what I was going through at the time personally. And then, holy shit, wait a, wait a year and then getting a global pandemic and then it really fits. Right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, did the, you know, with the pandemic and everything, were you guys recording during that or was this all set up before? Uh, we took the we took the opportunity. um to go back and, and record some stuff, but it was already tracked, mixed, and uh, you know we decided let's utilize this time. Let's uh, let's get Philippe's vocals on it, maybe because um, bass. You know Justin had already recorded bass for the record, um, so so we brought Philippe back in to to do some harmonies that he had been working on in practice and and sounded really cool. We're like, hey, that that kind of needs to be there now. So let we so we went back and and. Um, you know, we obviously did some quarantining for a while and then 
yeah, tried some some stuff on recording and, and his uh, harmony stuck in, in the gray, the song in the gray. Nice. This was the last song I was listening and to. Then, uh, and then, of course, a couple remixes, just because why not? <laughs> sure. Shine it up a little bit more. Did Did you run into the we've got too much time to think about this and we may be thinking about it too hard problem? Oh, yeah. But you know what? It's it's. You know, I have a I have an engineer friend who's, who who always says that's the hardest thing to do is is walk away from it and being you know a member of the band playing in the band and mixing, it's it's almost like extra you know, um, extra pressure that that we're putting on ourselves sort of. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think it was actually time well spent i think there's a couple extra things there and, and a little bit more um exploration of of sounds and layers and um, there was some synths added and stuff like that right to the end of the record um that you know maybe we didn't have all in place before and, and we decided but well, let's let's rework this we, we have the time now so right that's uh yeah it, it, oh is that me are you there? No. Oh. Sorry. I was gonna, okay. I was gonna uh, hope that no one noticed that. Oh dude. Well, I mean after you <laughs> know, like I said, we had a couple issues with Greenleaf uh, prior to this and we've tried a couple times to get this podcast recorded and uh I heard that beep and after the issues that we've already had this morning, my fucking heart sank. Like, uh-huh. oh my god, not again. Like a heart monitor. Jesus. <laughs> open no one. Just a little R two D two. Right. Just just enough to keep me on my toes. Um anyways, bringing it back to I, I was uh, I was kind of hoping to tie the pandemic thing to lyrical content, but you guys seem to have evaded me on that. So I'm going to circle back to the nefarious wave conversation and ask about lyrical themes on the album. Cool. So are there any lyrical themes on the album? <laughs> <laughs> uh, question one and one A. Uh, <laughs> themes, I mean, uh, not not intentionally uh i think after you know after it was all said and done things kind of revealed themselves and kind of you know came to be i, I think uh, when i when i write lyrics i just kind of uh, open it up and let it go and then kind of go back and you know sift through and like oh this is actually I, I guess this is what i mean through this and i think it was uh, the first time that that Phil helped sift through. You know, he's like, I got to see these lyrics. We can't have you singing about gibberish. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, helped out because there are times where I was singing about gibberish. (laughs) Um, But yeah, intentionally there weren't any themes. And then uh, going back through, there were things that I felt like were, maybe maybe I was was putting it out there for a reason. You know, whether it was... interpersonal relationships uh you know addiction struggles whatever you know life things that were kind of coming out and you know not really not really knowing that was happening so yeah they're they're there but i think they're kind of um they're a little shrouded so you know i i like writers and lyricists who you know you read the lyrics and they can mean so many different things and they can be very vague but very uh pointed and and personal but but they apply to their their universal truth i guess sure yeah no definitely that i i speaking for both of us that that's uh 
very appreciated as far as lyrics go, because God knows there's enough ham-fisted breakup songs in the fucking world already. Oh, it is a breakup record. Any <laughs> <laughs> no. kind of. Well, either way, you've done a good job of uh, shrouding it, to use your word, because <laughs> nothing comes across so pointedly, which is why I, I had to ask the question so ham-fistedly. <laughs> oh my God. So many words right That's now. That's a lot of words. So many words. I said them all, though. Uh, before we start moving away from the album in full, I've got to ask about the art. That is a fucking, that's an amazing cover. Pretty excellent. How did that come to be? Um, we, well, uh, Bill, Bill knows the artist better than I do. I've never had more interaction. So yeah. Um, Danny Atrakshi did the art and, uh, we had actually had her do, uh, another one completely, um, different front and back cover and that was another thing that we kind of sat on for the uh the year or two that we were waiting to put this record out and uh, i think i think it was great and i think you know and and that's the thing about what we landed with is like it, it does prove that like a strong image um, to attach to the music um, can be very powerful because you know whereas when we would show it to people before you know it, it was like in, in ourselves as well I, I don't think it i don't think we um i don't think it, it attached itself to the music at all the, the one she had done before and so we tried to push her a little bit more in a different direction and told her a little bit more about some of the themes and the you know the title of the record and uh yeah and, and she came back with what she did and we're like there we go that's that speaks to the music yeah man not only is the artwork cool as fuck but that's a uh that that shade of purple somehow lends itself really well to the music, which is not something that you would think to say to something this heavy. I think we all like neon colors um, in the band. We're, we're a definite uh, it's magenta metal. <laughs> <laughs> magenta. Yeah, see, oh, uh, I see what see you what did there. Yeah, huh. With the D? Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned it kind of in passing there that you guys have got an album release show coming up. I've got it written down here to ask you what are you, where are you looking most forward to playing once you are able to get back out? Um, let's pub the, the album release show, and if the album release show isn't the answer to that question, what would be the answer? Again, a lot of words. A lot of words were said. Uh, the question is, where are we playing? Where? Well, yeah, where is the, the album release show? And if that isn't the show you're looking most forward to playing, where is? Uh, St. Vitus, uh, July 9th on the internet. Oh. Yeah, um, man, I want to play Columbus, Ohio. Dude, I'm for it. <laughs> is, uh, is the Treehouse still open? The Treehouse? I don't think so, no. The Tree Bar, but you don't want to play there. Well, there's a tree in the bar. That's right? what he's talking about. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, that's that's still there. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to play I'm there? Right with there before behind the tree. No. It, if you guys come back to the to to the Columbus, apparently, um, give us a shout. We will happily help you set something up uh, without trees. We know people and things and places. Excellent. You no. Know, um. We have a we have a, a date for our record release show. I think we're um sitting on revealing it right now i think we need to just confirm all the uh all the info to, to announce it i believe yeah it's it's on thursday uh <laughs> august <laughs> august 12th uh 
<laughs> no, I think we're uh, yeah. The the details of where and who and and uh, why are are yet to come. But um, but yeah, that's the tentative date. So, uh, but following that, we're gonna get out uh, get out of town and, and do a run a uh, couple weeks in uh, end end of September. Yeah, and like Justin just said, we're yeah we might pass through Columbus or some part of Ohio. What would the dream gig be? Where? What? Or like the like lineup? With who? Yeah. Uh, uh, for for me, man, I have so many weird ones. Probably probably Deftones or or uh, maybe Mastodon or or even uh, I don't know, Sugar or some something something even heavier and weirder. Um, at Terminal Five in New York City. Oh. Oh. Uh, man, I'd say the first show back is the dream show. You know, it's all these fucking live streams. I mean, the <laughs> thing we did at St. Vitus was so close to the real thing because it was, you know, the first time we're in a venue, drums mic'd up, songs right. going. Like it, it felt, it felt like the real thing, except for there was nobody there. You know, so that it's it's I feel like I'm uh, being teased. Uh, man, what's the, uh, what was the, the, the live aid, night, uh, 85? <laughs> I was just talking about that last night. Last I night. feel like if, if I could have played that, that would have been the dream show. Let's, let's bring that back. Whoever had live aid 85 on your bingo card, bring yeah, it forward. Some opening for Queen. <laughs> the, um, that, jeez, oh, that's funny. Um, Speaking of Mastodon there, you guys are kind of regularly compared to bands like Mastodon and High on Fire. Is that is that a good or a bad thing? I, I like it because I like both those bands a lot. And I think, you know, and I think there, there's, there's a certain amount of people who understand that we really don't sound all that much like those bands. I mean, there's certainly elements and influences there, but... Um, so to just even be put in the category is is a compliment. You know, you can't take it any other way. I think if we were straight up Matt Pike, you know, ripping riffs off left and right, it'd be a different a different story. But um, you know, there's other compare Gojira we get sometimes, and I'm like, huh, I love that band. I don't really I hear it in moments maybe with some of the melodic, right. uh, gruffer vocals, but. But yeah, as far as like the comparisons, it doesn't doesn't offend at all. It's 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 all welcome. It's very interesting to hear what people think, uh, rather than trying to describe it yourself and say, yeah, we sound like Mastodon or or Torch or whatever, you know. So it's like a heavier Coldplay. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a question I wanted to ask, and it's kind of a good segue there. So, in a world where everyone and their mom can record themselves, and everyone's got a band, and Everyone can access the entire internet worth of hey, music. Hey, sorry, man. Can you start that question over? You were breaking up there. I was, I was asking, how, how do you guys stay, you know, original in a world where everyone and their mom can record and have a band and put out an album? Trying to listen to different things, I think, is, is key to, to not, you know, falling into the tropes of a genre, I yeah. guess. Um, you know, listening to a lot of non-metal, I think we all do. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah, just the, 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 you know, breadth of the uh, the influences that we all have. I think the the the, the spectrum is is pretty wide. So 
uh, it makes it easy for us to come to the table with an idea and not get, you know, not get roped into the to the usual stuff, right. you know. And um, yeah, I I could listen to Mastodon every single day and and still enjoy it. Like I I truly enjoy that band a whole lot. You know, their entire catalog. I celebrate their entire catalog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I I think it is one of those things. Uh, and I've I've listened to other musicians uh, interviews and stuff, and it's and that same question it has the same it, that that answer is so it makes so much sense of like man if you just listen to this one this one spectrum this is eventually kind of just what you're going to put out too right mm-hmm. if you're if that's your palette and that's that's what you're inspired by is just that one thing that's typically what you're going to put out there so yeah i mean listen but, listening to new stuff having different experiences kind of you know actually trying and I think uh, also having two people in the band or, you know, being a three piece, we can all pass ideas. And if something, if something does sound like it might be coming, like, oh, that's, that's a bit of a, pretty sure that's a Madonna riff or right. whatever. Like, let's, you know, we're, we're constantly, I think, checking each other and, and making sure that, hey, this is, oh, that's, that's awesome. That's not as awesome, you know, okay. checks and balances. Sure. Nice. It's, it, it's it's always fun the uh you know with all these comparisons conversations and influences and all that the the whole yep. thing of if somebody had never heard music before how would you explain your music to them Ooh. it's heavy <laughs> <laughs> and melodic and uh it's groovy i don't know let me let me uh message our pr agent (laughs) see what the description on the website says uh i I would say you know if lasagna was music (laughs) layers (laughs) good i'm glad you got it there brian there's layers and there's cheese and there's riffs and there's meat there's tons of cheese It's uh, different kinds of cheese. I I think lasagna as music might be the perfect segue into the stupid ass way that we end these interviews. Or an album title. Or Just an album. Lasagna as guys. music. Lasagna yeah. as music, guys. You can have that. Uh, More or yeah, less free of charge. It yeah. depends on how much money you make off of it. That one didn't land apparently. No. Um. <laughs> so we're gonna do the uh. The the tropiest question that is the tropy questions. Something that you've probably never heard before. If you guys get sent to an island and you get one album for the rest of your life, what will it be? Since there's two of you, I'm going to note you're not on the island together. You've got separate islands, so separate albums. And you and you can't sail each other's records back and Correct. forth. Correct. No, no, no sharing. Right. Second. Oh man, what is it? Uh, that uh now this is music volume 75 75 is a good one 75 72 is a good one too jock jams <laughs> i did mtv party to go jock jams jock jams <laughs> that's oh, a first for this podcast that's, that's, uh, uh maybe zeppelin one or two i guess i don't know <laughs> um mashuga just want to listen to mashuga eternally <laughs> 
went insane on an island. Which album? Which album? Um, hmm. Probably Obzen. Uh, yeah, Obzen. All right. Yeah, great hits record. Not yet. They're all greatest hits. Records, <laughs> Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Uh, I think it, it, it's not. Uh, Justin, by the way, this is very important. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not my favorite record of all time by any means, but I think if I was on an island, I could listen to Pet Sounds. Beach Boys? Be, be, I would just feel like I wouldn't be so bummed about being stuck on the island. <laughs> all right. That's a, that's a, I, I don't think that's the first time Pet Sounds has been named here. But I'd be, I'll be damned if I have any chance of remembering who it was that said it previously. So different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this has been a lot of fun, man. And uh, we're going we're gonna to get you out of here on a rapid fire. Oh. Yes, we are. All you right. got enough power on your yeah. iPad to do that there, Brian? This is your thing. Yeah, so. Get is that it. one of the questions? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Next time, maybe, now yeah. that you give me the idea. So two options. Pick whichever one you like best, and Clint will tell you if you're we're right all or wrong. We're all but one of these. There's a different. Anyways, I won't interrupt. All right. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, coffee or tea? Coffee, coffee. Toilet paper, under or over? Wet wipes. But <laughs> day. But day. <laughs> right, but over. But over as well. Over okay. for sure, yeah. Um, Beatles or Stones? Mm. Gotta go with Beatles. Yep. Nope, wrong. You guys are doing all right up to that. <laughs> Neither is the correct answer. Simpsons or Family Guy? Stones is the correct answer. Hey, what was that one? Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. I concur. All right. <laughs> I hate this one. <laughs> gummy, gummy, gummy bears or gummy worms? As long as they have TAC. <laughs> Grapefruit ring. <laughs> Grapefruit ring. <laughs> <laughs> Beer or liquor? Liquor. Beers. Beers. Beer is right. Marvel or DC? Ooh, DC. I don't care. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's the correct answer. There. That one spawns in. Ooh. Image. Oh, God, Clint knew that. Okay. Woods or ocean? Shit. Uh, ocean. Woods. Fall or spring? Lakes. Like lakes. All right. Fall, fall or spring? What was that one? Fall or spring? Fall. I believe it's autumn. Autumn. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to do that? Okay. What is your? What would be your go-to karaoke song? Don't you want me, baby? Yeah. All right. We All can, right. That is the intro. Or, uh, or November rain is like eight minutes long and you can clear a bar with that one piss everybody off screaming the guitar solo <laughs> number of the beast uh -oh. going for it dude <laughs> yeah that's that's a fucking balls out i want people to be like you sing <laughs> hell yeah i do all right last one this is the important one sausage links or patties oh no what's the application though Breakfast. Breakfast, breakfast food. 
breakfast? Yeah. Dump <laughs> <laughs> by the sausage. Yeah, uh, it's important. Um, Addie, because you could put it in lasagna. Yeah, good. You for sure could. No skin. <laughs> Skinless. I don't. I don't know about the no skin part, but <laughs> Patty's is definitely my answer. <laughs> All right, Patty's, Patty's more versatile and deliciousness. I, they fit in your mouth like a puck. It's great. <laughs> you, <laughs> Before we get any further with it'll fit in your mouth, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and end this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Fellas, this has been a lot of fun, um, as I kind of thought it would, and uh, thankfully it was. Sorry about the confusion last week. Uh, Thanks for joining us this week. It's been a lot of fun. Um, Find Somnori. They are great. Listen to them. Fellas. Thanks for uh, joining us today, and uh, we hope to see you in Columbus soon. Enjoy, Thank you, sir. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hope to hit Columbus this year for sure. Hell yes. Enjoy your rainy Saturday, and uh, hope to see you soon. Yes, sir. Later. And done. That was a lot of fun. Um, I, 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 I don't mean for this to sound like it does but i had a feeling that they would be fun and uh you know i love being right and i believe (laughs) i had that yep so all right what are we gonna we're just gonna pub something of ours real quick and get the fuck out of here and then we're gonna play their song um beyond your last breath beyond your last breath i fucking enjoy the shit out of this uh yes we have a show coming up we have two shows we have two shows coming up well, let's no, we're not announcing. Okay, we have one show. We have up. we have a show for sure coming up the twenty sixth here in Columbus at the King of Clubs with. Uh, you said it's not pronounced raw, but it looks like raw. It's raw. It's raw sure, yeah. with raw. Um, Red Star and Awake at Last. Yeah, holler at us if you want some tickets because we will be there and we'd love to see you. It's fucking finally happening. We're gonna play live. Hooray! Uh, and if you don't, if you're local, follow the king of, uh, the king, yeah, the king of clubs because they got what you need. They are gonna, the, they are fucking gunning to be the new Al Rosa, yeah. and so far they've got it going on. Yep, sure do. It looks like a fun place to be. Um, thanks again to Phil and Justin for joining us today. They were. Uh, Did we ever say that Justin was the singer guitar player? Probably not. We're awful. But he was. He is. Still is. Still is. Um, thanks again to Phil and Justin for joining us today. Uh, you know, not to overstate the obvious here, they were a lot of fun. They're fucking great, man. Um, Nefarious Wave isn't the their only album. They've got another album whose name I don't have written down, and the fucking title escapes me. But check it out as well. It is also really good. Um, and as far as all that goes, self-titled, I believe. Self. All right, maybe. Thanks, as always, to our sponsors, Brimminghorn. Again, drink better. Get you some Brimminghorn. Review us on iTunes, socials, uh, socials, as long as it's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Find us, follow us, etc. cetera. Uh, don't forget Blunt Force Trauma Fest on July 16th. And uh, am I missing anything? Now we are going to play Beyond Your Last Breath. Now. Bye.